Welcome to The Corner. It's a celebration and conversation of everything creative. It's a soapbox, it's an intersection, it's a gathering place. Here we go. everybody this is matt aka m the glide woodrow and you are tuned into another episode of the corner this is episode 12 i got a dozen now how about that um so yeah this one uh this is a very very fun episode um it was uh, about a month or so in the making um even longer maybe i don't know i'd have to check the timestamps on those emails but Ebony Stewart is the guest on this episode, and she and I had been, you know, we've been going back and forth on the emails trying to figure out the time to do this. We finally got the time, and we did it, um, only to have a few weird technical issues. Um, Carl dropped us at one point. Carl went off. Um, it was without you know even with the ridiculousness that is that stuff it, it came off well i think it was a fun episode nonetheless um so yeah who is ebony stewart well ebony stewart is a poet uh mental health advocate uh former sex health educator or sexual health educator um uh, she's uh she's got a master's in social work and according to her website she's going to soon to be the hood's favorite therapist so Miss Ebony Stewart is also a playwright. She does woman, one woman shows, one called Hunger, another called Ocean. Um, she is the the poet behind many, many dope poems and three collections of poetry called Love Letters to Bald Fists, Homegirl Hood, and one that you might recognize from my Best of 2022 episode, if you listen to that, called Blood Fresh. Uh, she's been featured all over the place. Uh, YouTube's Button Poetry Channel, Afropunk, For Harriet, which is uh, associated with the Poetry Foundation, Teen Vogue, The Texas Observer, uh, Houston Public Media. She is in Breakbeat Poets Volume 2, Black Girl Magic. Um, and she is uh, definitely very well out there. And I mean, it's she's incredible. And you're going to hear just a fun conversation. Uh, like I said, despite the fact that there were technical issues, she and I had a good time talking. And uh, I hope to have her back on the corner. Um, she she said that she would come back too, so that was cool. Um, yeah, so without further ado, I want you to hear the uh, the fun conversation that I had with Miss 
Ebony Stewart. Peace. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, how are you doing? I'm good. Good. And thank you very much for taking this time with me. Absolutely. And um, I just, yeah, I wanted to make sure I did that first because I, you know, I know how our schedules go and I know how busy you are. <laughs> and uh, yeah, definitely, uh, and I love the fact that you mentioned that you paid off your student loans with poetry. So uh, that means you were a very busy person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually. <laughs> uh, so, so much love for, for coming on the corner. Thank you. Uh, and and uh, I'm just going to, I'm going to call you Miss Ebony Stewart, just like Miss Lauren Hill. If that's fine. Okay. That sounds <laughs> good to me. <laughs> I figured that would be a good thing. Uh, let me just start by saying you are some of the most truly honest poetry I have ever read. Oh, wow. Thank you. You're very welcome. I mean, I know that poetry can be a place for, for all sorts of things, for all sorts of poets, but like you come at the poetry world, I, in my opinion, tell me if I'm wrong, as yourself. And I think the poetry world is much better for it. So, um, but I don't think I'm wrong. And I will argue with you if you think I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I'm, I am that brave. I will, I will argue with, with the. No with need Stuart. to argue. No need to argue. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, that, that's good then. All right. So, can, can, we, uh, can, we, can we talk about music and what kind of music inspires your poetry? Are we there? Hello? All right. I hear hey, you now. <laughs> yeah, technology and me, sometimes not the best of friends. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Technology be doing its thing, really. <laughs> it really, yeah, it's going to do its thing on its own. Yeah. And sometimes no it's our friend and sometimes it ain't. <laughs> so. Yep. No worries at all. All right. Well, part two of my talk with Ebony Stewart. All right. Thank you very much for coming back to the corner. All right. Um, so I was, I was trying to be in the middle of talking about um, how poetry might or how music might influence your poetry. Oh, music. Yeah. You know, um, I think that's a natural thing for me. When people say influence, I think a lot of times people might say that they listen to certain you know, genre or something to get them in the mood. I don't use music for that purpose. Um, I really just use music to move my emotions and feelings through whatever, but I don't listen to it before or after I create something. It's just kind of like when I'm in the mood of just like riding in a car or something, like I want to put some music on um, if I'm cleaning the house, if I'm doing those things, because it actually helps my mind create the things that I've already been thinking about in a melodic way or uh, in a lyrical sense. But um, I think music mostly plays the biggest part in my life, maybe just because my father was a drummer. And, you know, I just think that sometimes that type of artistry is embedded in the DNA from, from very early beginnings. Most definitely. And that's, that's pretty dope that your father was a, was a drummer too. So that's, that's quite cool. What did he play? Uh, this has an offshoot question. What kind of what what kind of music was he uh, into playing then? Mm, you know, my dad like he really enjoyed jazz a whole lot, um, and he played in church, so gospel really moved him as well. But I I can't think of a particular genre that he wouldn't do well at, just because he was so musically inclined in that particular era, you know, area. 
Nice. Yeah. That's, uh, so, uh, so speaking of music and you, then, like, what is the music you listen to most? Then, like, or who is who, who you listen to most? Oh my goodness, that I'm such a. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm all over the place. Uh, I I just want to hear something that made me feel good or something that like, uh, that makes me think. So I don't really have a particular genre. I I most sort of like right now. I listen to a lot of. Um, female artists um that's that's heavy in rotation for me so it doesn't matter who it is even if there's someone new I want to I want to listen to their music I want to give them a try um you know SZA just came out with an album not too long ago and you know SZA is all emotions she's also a Scorpio and so it's a Scorpio gang even though I'm cusp I'm a Scorpio Sagittarius <laughs> but um I get it and I and I and I I flock to that um but yeah like I I really well, that's tough for me. I kind of can listen to just about anything and everyone. Um, there's also Alabama Shakes. I don't know if you're aware of their music. But oh, those guys are great. Yeah. yeah, it's oh my goodness, right? Like that that work is so emotional and um, or brings out so many emotions for me. Tanking the bangers, but I also can very easily, you know, jump over to Big Frida if I, you know what I'm saying. If I just want to really <laughs> get it moving and twerk something, but. Um, I think when I'm on an airplane, what's probably likely going to be put in first or put into rotation first is going to be, um, Bruno Mars, um, Pusha T and, and especially Pusha T's Daytona album. Cause I feel like that, I don't know. It just speaks to me. That's a good album. <laughs> <laughs> and uh meek mills championship album really has a lot of work that that i i don't know it just feels good it feels familiar i don't really know but yeah i'm kind of all over the place i don't have a whole just one particular artist that that i have to listen to every single time i just know that those are going to be the ones that are in rotation when i'm on the plane Dope, dope. That's something variety is the spice of life, as the, that cliche says, right? Uh -huh. so, yeah. Uh, it's definitely good to keep it up. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's really cool. Like I was because like I, I definitely get a musical sense from a lot of your, your work. Mm. And in particular, and I, I listen to a lot of different types of music too, but two of the people I listen to a ton of, because I'm a big jazz fan on top okay. of being a big hip hop fan. Is Billy Holiday and Nina Simone. Wow! And so I, I get some serious uh, Billy and Nina vibes from from you too. And I, and that's especially when you say the chandelier hanging, uh, strange fruit, oh that goodness. definitely harkens back to Billy Holiday. Yeah, but thank you for saying that. Wow, that I think that is like an amazing compliment. Thank you. You're, you're very <laughs> welcome. Like I, I gotta and like and and people. I'm not sure if you're familiar with anything I've said in any other episodes, but. And people who know me or people who just meet me like you have right now mm -hmm. tell me that like for better or worse or everything in between, I don't bullshit anybody. So it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like if I got something bad to say, I'm gonna say that too. Yeah. So, yeah. so like if I'm so if I'm praising, that means it's coming from from that bottom of the heart place that and uh and so I definitely want you to know that everything I say in praise I mean and uh and 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 it's, again, thank you again for coming to the corner. I am, I was yes, so excited you. when we started talking. So, absolutely, thank and you. You're, you're welcome. And and for the listeners who are hearing this later, um, when when this is published, 
we ebony and i have been emailing each other back and forth for probably a good part of a month right oh my goodness yes <laughs> yeah so i look back at those timestamps. i'm like oh shit that's been a lot of time so ebony is a very patient person and a very gracious person so anybody listening to this episode know that Thank um you. you're welcome um so for i'm just gonna say something too is like it's, it's a heavy part too because i know i work with i work with kids mm-hmm. and then a number of those kids are in the lgbt Q plus community mm-hmm. and and i and my heart goes out to every every kid and ever but um in particular that population is getting heavily attacked these days and uh and i play your poem gay god the the mm. then for them and and i play, played i were sent the link to the youtube video to my oldest daughter who is just about to be 16 soon she's writing poetry now and man, she's better than I am. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I, I tell her as such too. But like, she is also like aware of the issues because like she identifies with that population. Um, sure. And she wanted me to extend her thanks for your poems and oh, that wow. particular poem. And I do definitely as a father and as someone who works with the youth want to spend that, send that, 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 and articulate that, that, that that gratitude for that um so you're very welcome um can i can i ask you like i'm not sure if it's a it's a cliche question but can i ask you what brought you to bring that poem into the world yeah so you know um anyone who like maybe has listened to other works of mine i i do tend to like to play with um biblical stances or stories or you know, books even of the Bible and kind of retell them in a modern term, but also that considers those that are marginalized are left out. And so, for instance, there's a poem out there called Eve, where I basically try to rewrite, you know, um, the beginning, the genesis of the Bible and make women um, more powerful and and inspired, but then also acknowledge uh, gender nonconforming folk too. And with you know, gay God, I wasn't really sure how people were going to take it. I'm still not sure how people are taking it because it's actually one of those poems where I don't look at the comments. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I know growing up in the South that, um, you know, sexual preferences and even just exploration, right, is something that kind of gets shut down a little bit um, or a lot, depending on where you are or how confident you are or how much you want to fight over it. And there's this piece where so many things don't make sense. Like you're saying these things. So the, the, the part one of that poem is like all of the things that are said from all these different people um, that basically contradict the message as well, right? Um, that, that contradicts uh, how good of a person someone is or what they mean. And like, oh, if my kid was gay, I totally would do this or not do that. And, um, and, and that's just basically speaking to like, you're your kid's first bully. (laughs) Okay. Good job. Right. Right. Um, And so I kind of like spar back and forth between those. And then the, 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 the second half is like really taking certain books from the Bible or stories and being like, okay, these things are bad. These things are okay. These things are bad. These things are okay. Like, how does that make sense? (laughs) And the cherry picking that happens with, you know, uh, queer people in general, uh, where, where 
Like we're constantly having to go up against whoever and whatever about preferences and just exploration of self. Um, I really wanted to to help them feel seen and also um, kind of teach them how to spar a little bit better in ways that will not destroy them, but also like, hey, these people are not making sense and here's why. <laughs> so <laughs> don't spend so much time on that. Um, so the end of it ends in, in a way of like, I love you, I care about you and you love you and you care about you and here's some ways. But I also know that, you know, and just having conversations with my own parent, um, that parents are human and it takes us a while to to recognize that as as you know their child right <laughs> and they're gonna make a lot of mistakes it's it's almost 100 guaranteed that parents are gonna mess up their kids in some kind of way and um i i say all that to say that i also wrote that for parents who have queer children and how difficult it is and to help them to be mindful of what they're saying and how they're coming across and what matters more, you know? Um, and, and hopefully it, it, it it's conveyed. I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like it is, but I, I can't interpret it for someone else. Right. Uh, but I, I can tell you as a parent, I, I, I felt that I felt mm-hmm. that. And, uh, I, so I will give you that encouragement that this, this, uh, I mean, I, I don't, I don't otherwise, other than having family in, in the community, I don't identify as anything but cis white and male. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so to hear kind of like, like you said, a parenting guide, like I was feeling that in that poem and like that, that poem I've been thinking and thinking about, it gives me the goosebumps in all the right ways. Mm, thank you. And so you're welcome. And so like, I really love the fact that there are people out there that, that express that. And I'm talking to one of them. So that's a great thing. And uh, so I, I think message is received uh, cool. from my point of view. Great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So and that, that leads me into like one of my favorite lines of poetry came from you. And it's just like, talk, you talk about, got to turn my light on to see this because doing this in a weird way. Um, <laughs> um, you talk about not giving any time to, to, to people who, who have nothing but bullshit for you. Uh, so that your poems come from a place of strength in my opinion is that a, yeah. is that an accurate read um yeah i you know i think my my poems do come from a lot of strength um sometimes wrapped in resilience a lot of times you know uh, as a response from hurt if that makes any sense in that absolutely. equation okay yeah, absolutely <laughs> yeah i could i could feel that because like you know you i read through your your work and i could hear you on when i watch the videos on youtube uh there's definitely a a sense of strength and resiliency Mm -hmm. Uh, so it's like so i i as someone who's been through the shit too in a general sense i know we don't have to get into any of that but Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i appreciate poetry that comes out that way so going back to what i said about your poetry being truly honest yeah and and, uh that's that's a that's a hard place to be even for someone who tries to do that for himself uh, so, so definitely huge, huge kudos for that. And, uh, as I feel like you're probably, whether you want to know it or not, you're inspiring mm. more poets yeah. to be poets. So. Yeah, that, well, that, that definitely makes me feel good. You know, I, <laughs> people who want to put work out, um, or people who do put work out, I think the main goal is to inspire no matter if it's, you know, leads towards one way or another way. I think 
everybody puts out particular works to do some kind of work. And yeah, I, I, that makes me feel good. You know? <laughs> I'm, I, I, I try to, you know, like I said, I try to relay all the, the best messages I can because I know that as somebody who is a writer, mm-hmm. I like to have that feedback, whether I'm not, whether or not I'm hitting someone the right way or right. if that message is coming through. So I want to give that to a poet when I have a chance to talk to another poet. So 100%. And so I was thinking oh, also on the lines of like when I was trying to figure out the questions or the, the subjects I was talking to you about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that you and I talked a little bit about like you were excited about like talking about music and and so I wanted to make sure I hit those points but I also <laughs> uh, but also like in all my travels and talking or figuring out who you are um, I kept on seeing in I think one of your at least one of your social media names or, or is the gully princess mm-hmm. so where, where does that come from yeah, so I got my start out in Austin, Texas with Austin Neo Soul. That's where I basically um, came into Are we okay? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sitting the. Yeah, there we go. Okay. I'm in the car, so I accidentally hit the button. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay. I was like, what is that noise? I'm trying to like recall maybe what that could, what that noise could be. But yeah. no, no, no. Um, I, I'm sure you can edit all this out. You're a pro. I could try. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I got my start in Austin, Texas, um, Austin Neo Soul. And there, you know, I, I was going to school out there. And so um, I kind of clicked up with that community. And it was really good for me and my poetry and just um, everything that I, I feel like I have become. I have to give some of that back to them. They really, um, they really saw me and they allowed me to be myself. And so some of that is gully. Some of that is street. Some of that is hood, you know, and um, some of that is really, really raw and um, not, not opposed to confrontation. And then some of that is very much a princess. Please cater to me, please, you know, be nice to me. <laughs> um, I want to wear these really soft colors and pinks and, you know, <laughs> I, I want to be dolled up sometimes, you know, but I also think that it's, it works. The Gully Princess works 100% as a way to describe me in every single way that I am. Um, and so, you know, of course with nicknames too, it gets shortened up. So sometimes I'm just Gully or sometimes people are just like, what up G, you know? So it's like, y'all, whatever. And then they just go with my name, which is Ebony Stewart, which I think is also a really cool name. Shout out to my parents. And, uh, but yeah, like that's where that name, that's where that name came from and it has stuck and I don't plan on changing it. <laughs> uh, as you shouldn't. As we have said. I mean, that's like, I, I see that and I'm like, okay, there's, cause I, I like I said, when I when we first started talking, I, I, I was going to refer to you when I do the intro- introduction as Miss Ebony Stewart in that mm-hmm. respect of like, Miss Miss Lauren Hill because yeah. they're, and I see you as as modern poetry royalty and, and I'm again like I'm not yeah. saying that lightly I'm saying that because like I I've been looking for poets who are like you mm. and then I found you and I'm like okay there's nobody like her so let's oh wow so, so let's do that and uh, so yeah I just I, so I wanted to ask that because I see it everywhere I see yeah. it in your socials and yeah so. yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I, 
Yeah, so hopefully I'm not geeking out too much for you. So. No, no. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm geeking out. I'm like, wait, what? Oh my gosh! No, I, I want to be I want to be poetry royalty. I also think like um, having a particular uh, stature or consistency and persistence about myself, uh, you know, how everybody sees me is actually who I am, and so that that feels good to be seen in that way because I'm like, yo, I'm just me, <laughs> you know, and. Uh, hey. And and I don't always know how other people see me, but I, I, I know how people treat me. And so that a lot of times makes me remember like, oh, like people think you're a good person. They treat you well, you know. Um, but yeah, so yes, I appreciate absolutely. that. Okay, you're welcome. Yeah, I had a friend of mine a while back tell me, um, and, and this is the truth, I think. Uh, there's nobody dope. There's no version of yourself doper than the version you are. So, mm. and so that, that, that comes through in your poetry and I try to do that in my own yeah. and then in all my work um, as well, not just in working in poetry, but working with kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so speaking of like education and working with youth and everything, you, you work with youth, correct? Yes. yes. Right, so, so what brought you to that? Yeah. Oh, you know what? So I, um, well, so like right out of college, I started teaching ninth grade English. Um, so I'm a communication, English and communication studies uh, bachelor's, right? And so I just immediately, that's just what 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 it called for. Like, that's what I could do really easily with my degrees. And so yeah. I started teaching ninth grade English and, you know, just fell in love with helping these young people become who they're going to be, you know, and giving them options and um, I took a very tra- a non-traditional approach to teaching. And so that's also like why I didn't last very long because <laughs> um, there's, there's a lot of parameters around being a good teacher or that keeps you from being a good teacher um, or your best self. And I just couldn't fight that every single day. But, Absolutely, yeah. Uh, I, well, you know, yeah. And so, <laughs> um, and then from there, I transitioned into teaching sexual health to sixth and seventh grade, which was even more difficult because oftentimes uh, a, a lot of parents are very, hmm, I'm going to use the word curious. They're very curious about how they approach sexual health with their, with their, uh, with their little ones. And so there is things that they still need to learn and um, also things that they need to unlearn. And, and a lot of that has to do with shame. And so I, I couldn't do that for very long either, but I've always worked and, and been a mentor in the community. However, um, I, I have this thing that I say in my head and I've, I've, I'm really intentional about how I mean it, but I don't know how it sounds. So I'm going to just say it to you and then you can tell me, but I have okay. this thing in my head where I say to myself, I'm a die empty. Like, I don't want to have nothing that I could have done or should have done when I die. You know what I mean? I'm like, no, I want to do all of the things. I want to show up for all of the people. Um, and, oh, I, I didn't want to do that for this person or they didn't have this name. So I couldn't, you know, I, I really just want to be used and show and, and show up for people in these ways because I didn't have that, you know, when I was growing up as far as, um, with my, with my poetry, I didn't, I didn't grow up with a lot of poets that I knew, or honestly, any poets. I grew up with people who are really great performers or speakers, right? But they weren't necessarily poets. And so I really just wanted to be a mentor and a, um, 
a safe space for, you know, the youth in particular, but not just the youth, because I think sometimes we forget about emerging artists that might actually be in their 50s, right? Um, right. <laughs> so uh, just if anyone, if I have some knowledge that someone needs or wants and they value my opinion, I'm going to give it to them, you know? Absolutely. I, I, I feel that because like I, that's uh, if you live a full life, you go away without having to do anything else. Right. So like, mm -hmm. I, I, I see what you're saying there. Yeah. OK. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense to me because like, I, I mean, I just talked to a, a friend of mine about a friend of ours that passed away mm. and we were talking about how it's not fair that he left. But then we started thinking, like, wait a minute. He would argue with us. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. He lived a full life and he he did it. And, and he went into he went into the next phase you know living as full as he possibly could so i yeah. see I, I see i see you yeah i see you miss ebony yeah thank you thank you it sounds like you're it sounds like your friend graduated and that's yeah, like I would, I would say. yeah and, uh there's there's a there's a certain life affirming quality to your work as well i'm gonna say that as, as too it's like there's like just be in in the midst of all of the you know the, the shit that people go through mm -hmm. and in particular and specifically the shit that you've gone through to be where you are now mm. presently here we are talking but there's a there's such a in part of that truly honest approach i think is that you you come through it with mm. with a lot of with a lot of hope and a lot of it's still a lot of aspiration too so like that's a really is that that feels like that's an intentional thing and then again correct me if i'm wrong so. mm. You're asking if it's intentional that I come out like with a lot of um, hmm, triumph, maybe or yeah, because yeah. I mean, there's there's a certain and, and and excuse the way I'm saying it, but there's a certain like, fuck you, no, I'm gonna do it this way, but mm. I'm still <laughs> and I'm and I and I'm still winning. Yeah. to your to your poetry which i really appreciate and I'm, and if i'm reading it wrong i'm still gonna probably see it that way yeah, but... no. you know what you're actually reading it so well <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, you're actually reading it so well i do mean it that way i write in a lot of the work that i create i'm very fond of double entendres and so one time you might read it and depending on where you are in your life it might read as such right and then right. another time you read it, it might read as like, oh, man, that, that's really sad. Like, wow. Um, or that was really hard. But I always want people to get out that like or, or take from my work is that like. No, I'm still going to I'm still going to do it. You know what I mean? Like, and that's one right. of the things that I do love about, about myself. Like I'm um, I got this this word protected tattooed on my shoulder and. Uh, I put it like on where like people would you normally put a heart, right? Because they wear their heart on their sleeve. I wear protection on my sleeve. I'm, you're not gonna break me in that way. You know what I mean? Like this like not that. possible to to. I'm still gonna get up and do it. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> I'm gonna have a moment. I'm gonna be super dramatic about it first, or I might need a day or two to be depressed or sad and cry it out. But um, that's also my human birthright too and so uh that does not mean that i'm gonna stop either uh and i'm i i have to add like i'm really proud of myself in being able to do that i don't always know where that comes from but um i, I think a lot of it does stem from my parents and me watching them 
you know, tear each other apart and then also tear themselves up in certain ways and still be who they needed to be to the people that loved them or needed them. And so um, I don't have any kids or anything, but I see myself as someone that I still need to show up for. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean. You got to show up for yourself. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, there's a reason why they, they tell you on planes to put the, 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 the air mask on yourself oh, first. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've learned that in a lot of, yeah, a lot of, hard ways but, yeah yeah <laughs> but, it's tough uh, yeah well that's that, that's well thank you for telling me i'm reading you right too because like i like I, I was also an english major and uh I'm, I'm in special education now but uh but yeah it's like i prided myself always to like understanding literature so i was really hoping wow. i was reading you right <laughs> so. yeah yeah i'm glad that it's 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 coming through <laughs> <laughs> it definitely is like that's one of the things that keeps me going back to your work is that it, it comes through and uh and so i love how you said that like when you're talking about where your goalie princess name comes from like mm-hmm. that you're always going to be that's that mix of like you know you're from the streets and also you like to get fancy with with it sometimes mm-hmm. too mm-hmm. and i and then <laughs> I uh, hear a lot of people talking about that kind of like that kind of mix being a really cool way to hit people. And like, I like to think that that's what makes it easy for me to, to reach out to people like you and mm-hmm. to other guests I've had on and will have on. Um, Cause I, I admittedly I'm pretty starstruck at times, but oh, yeah. Yeah. when it comes, when it comes down to it, it's the, we all are just people. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I say just, but, that, that that comes with a lot of baggage right so yeah um, yeah people be people and too and so it, it could be a difficult <laughs> right. it could be a difficult thing to navigate yeah most yeah. definitely yeah so so that that comes to that, that comes around somewhat to a question i had about um about the i got in quotes here and i'm not 100 percent remembering why i put it that way but i think mm-hmm. it's because it, it's the i think it's because it's the poem that came from it's like so the blood mm-hmm. uh, so so are you are you feeling like poetry poetry and you are are of one entity or is poetry a part of you that can leave every now and again uh, i'm not sure how to ask that question in the right way without sounding like i'm trying to be some great philosopher but oh no uh, it's nothing wrong with being a philosopher either i'm just gonna say but um you know what I, if if there was a um if there was an option C, I would say all of the above, right? Okay. Um, there definitely is. You can make it that way. Yeah, <laughs> I just made that up just now. Everyone is listening. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that um, there are times when poetry is just a part of me and I can compartmentalize it and I want to do something else different. You know what I mean? I'm not I'm not trying to write a poem. That's not what, what I sat down to do. Um, or like even just like when I'm speaking, like sometimes my friend will be like, a lot of my friends will say, like, you, you speak so poetically. Like, can you just talk to us like a regular person? And I'm like, oh, no, I'm sorry. I didn't know. I was just saying what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so in that case, it, it oftentimes can feel like it's just a part of me. It's 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 I am one with poetry. Right. Um, yeah. But. Yeah, I um, with that particular poem, which I'm so like if I might just add, I'm so surprised, honestly, that that's a poem that you mentioned because a lot of people don't. And uh, so that's kind of cool. You got some cool points. What? <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, I, as my friends call me, like my friends and my wife, uh, my wife especially, will call me the deep cut guy. 
Mm. Uh, so I go to the I go to those things. Those I go to those tracks on an album that like nobody else seems to listen to, and I go to those poems and books that like everybody's like, okay, it's it's cool, but why don't you focus on? I'm like, well, I think they've heard about that a lot, so I don't want to yeah. do that. Um, so so yeah, I wanted to ask you about that because like I would definitely. I feel it. I feel I, like again, like I see you in your poetry. I see you, mm-hmm. and I don't. And I think that's like for for someone like me who writes, who loves to write, and who is mm-hmm. who who has that label as poet, self labeled. And then even people call me that time, at times. But like, yeah. I feel like I feel like that that your answer C is probably the most accurate way. Okay. <laughs> to go about it for me too. So I'm like, yeah. so in, in short, I think we're speaking each other's language right now. So I love it. I love when it's that easy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What's what's the greatest thing about, like, when you're saying something about, you know, your double or triple entendres, like, I can go back and find another answer later, too. Mm. But it's still the right answer, which is great. So, yeah. Yeah. And, but I, and uh, I'm just, I'm looking at the clock and in in between our, or whatever happened between technology and getting back on the line. So, I didn't want to, I know you, you said you could promise me about, or about a minute or more, a minute and counting more than you've, than more than we have right now. So, because uh, I'm at thirty-one twenty-one and counting. If you wanted to know, so okay, okay. I didn't want, I, I didn't want to take up all your day because you did say that you had a, you know, a tight schedule. So, yeah, okay. I. It's just such a, you know, adulting. It's such yeah. a scam, you know, um, and <laughs> trying to trying to um, do all of the things that you know, people want or need me to do. And sometimes what I like about how, how your communication was is that you were one, flexible and two, like, um, just kind of honest about what you were wanting to get at or what you were wanting to do. A lot of times people will be very vague and then it doesn't feel safe to like talk to them. <laughs> so I was like, uh, I'm good. Like I got five minutes. What you want? You know what I mean? Um, and there's also like these things that I've had to learn about, uh, me thinking that people are more of my friend than what they actually are. This is a lesson that I'm, I'm wanting to constantly remind myself of in 2023. Exactly. But, um, where sometimes people just want to talk to me because they want, they want a blueprint and I can tell you all day long what I did and how I did it the exact way, but it's not going to be the same for you. So I don't know why even, you know what I mean? Like it's, it just doesn't matter that way, but I wish that people would just tell me that. So I cannot waste my time thinking that they just want to like be interested, like how you are. Right. <laughs> like, that's, a, that's, what, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. That's a, you know, that's I wanted, I wanted a conversation that was interesting and dynamic. You, you're definitely, this is definitely that. And I didn't want to come at you anyway, but, with my own intentions and that is me so like yeah. so i i and then that definitely like for the listeners out there ebony stewart is one of the most gracious people like we've been emailing for a long time and thank you for the compliment of being so like you know i see you and i talking as a compliment because uh-huh. because of all the things you said so like i'm glad that, that i'm someone that you felt like you could you could safely give time to and sure. so thank you very much for that Absolutely. so so to honor that time, and I'm going to only ask you one more question. Okay. <laughs> and I try to ask you when I can remember a guest. Uh, remember, remember in talking to a guest, because sometimes, like I said earlier, I geek out and I get on a train of thought, and I have no idea what I'm doing sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, my wife says there's a there's a, a fine mix of like genius and like just 
point craziness in that but like <laughs> and and she's known me for a minute so she she knows it well yeah <laughs> but, i won't go against i won't get i won't go against your wife i, I feel right. like she knows <laughs> yeah, she, and she's very happy for for this this conversation because she knows how long you and i've been working on having it so um but the question that i try to remember every time i talk to a guest is who should i try to talk to next or who should i try to email mm. next to talk to like who is on your radar that would be a cool person to like try to hit up and and have an email chain to talk about getting on <laughs> yeah i mean now it's it well that's a good question because i can say someone or people that are like oh yeah i think that would be great to interview because i just find them interesting and i love their work but i can also name those same people and be like mm, but they might not be open to an interview <laughs> So I have to like be kind of careful and also honest and like, mm. but I'm going to just say like, this is me on some fangirl stuff. And also just hoping that if you mention my name, that maybe they'll, they'll be like, yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> so Janae Johnson comes to mind first. I admire Janae Johnson very, very much. Um, they also just came out with a book this year. Um, or no, sorry, last year. I don't know what what year we're in, but in 2022, they came out with with a new book called Tenderheaded, and it and they're just phenomenal, actually, um, and super interesting. Like I don't know a whole lot of poets that are also DJs, so oh, I'm just dope. saying, right? Yeah, so when you dope. when you talk about like music, oh my goodness, she has all of the you know she has it. Um, so that's a person that I'm just gonna put out there immediately um, that I feel like would be a good person to reach out to or try to try to get them on the line. I don't really know actually other ways to get in contact with Janae because I have her number, but even then Janae might not respond right away. So <laughs> <laughs> um, she, she has a whole life out there too. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. And let's see, I'm going to throw another person out there just because I think it just makes sense. But um, Ayo Kunle Falamo, um, first of all, they are, they are the writer of this generation. Like they are one of the best writers that this generation has ever seen. And, you know, they're from Houston by way of Nigeria. Um, they have a new book that's coming out this year in 2023 called African Americant. Oh, wow. And they are just so fluid on the page. If you talk about music, like the musicality of movement with language, they just dance. And awesome. I love, 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 love that about their work. I also know them as a person and just feel like they should get all the flowers too. So those are my two people. I don't know if they're going to like <laughs> be down. <laughs> But I think um, I think you should definitely try to reach out to them for sure. Alrighty, yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you for those suggestions. Uh, like I, I, I like asking that question because it also tells me what's on your radar. Um, yeah, so, yeah, so. that's a good question. It is a really good yeah. question. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Well, I mean, we're coming up uh, a little over thirty-seven minutes, so thank you for giving me more time than 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 I ever even imagined. So, uh, so I. 
I just wanted to extend this. Thanks for coming on to the corner again, uh, because I, I, like I said, admire your work. I now admire you as a person because we we sat down and talked. Um, I had a feeling I would because your work is just so fucking good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna bid you adieu, Miss um, Ebony Stewart. Thank you for coming to the corner. Oh my goodness! Thank you so much, Matthew. And let me know if you ever want to jump on again. We'll do it another time. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I, I think I'll take you up on that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. One okay. love. Later. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode as much as we did recording it. Uh, great conversation, if I do say so myself. Uh, here is how you can find Miss Ebony Stewart online. First of all, you can look into the episode description to click on any of those links and get to any of those places, which would be Instagram, Twitter, and her own website. Uh, but speaking of which, too, if you're looking for all those things, like if you're looking for how to buy her books, how to book her for a performance or a discussion or a lecture, uh, you can go to ebpoetry.com. That's E-B-P-O-E-T-R-Y.com, ebpoetry.com. Uh, you can go to Instagram to check out her pictures and latest doings as well at Gully Princess and then Twitter at EB Poetry or Eb Poetry. And that is a capital E and a capital P on that. And uh, yeah, that's how to find her online. Like I said, hope you enjoyed the episode as much as we did in, in recording it. Peace until next time.